Hello, you beautiful person, soul, human. My name is Curandera Valeria, and I want to welcome you back to the Diary of a Shaman podcast. Yay! I am, uh, like, really, (laughs) honestly doing a lot better than I was earlier this week. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. So, I have been in, like, this this state, as we all have, of transmuting through this eclipse season, and I, it's funny because some of you were telling me that you didn't even know it was eclipse season, and you were like, dang, this shadowy period, what is it about? And yes, it can very much feel like that. For me, eclipses impact me, like, ba-dum-bing, at least in my experience so far with eclipses. Um, And the one that this is in is, like, Taurus and Scorpio, and um, the eclipse is on Tuesday. So if you're listening to this on the Mondays when we release the podcast, you'll know that it's tomorrow, the eclipse. And so regardless, you've been feeling something, and even if you're listening to this later, you probably need to hear sort of what's going on. So eclipse season hit me like a bitch because I had my first ever panic attack, not first ever. I've had it before. I've had them before, but I haven't had them in many years in my uh, recollection. And I had my first ever panic attack almost a week ago um, that I've had in a few years. And that taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about what I wasn't accepting in life. It taught me a lot. Like it put everything right into a mirror for me. Like, everything that I was trying to hide is sort of reflected into my body. The fact that I've been overwhelmed. The fact that um, I was letting the intrusive thoughts get the better of me. The fact that I was using my own, like, relaxation thing as... um... But I'm also, as I'm hearing this, I'm... As I'm saying this, I'm also hearing a conversation that I had earlier this week because I've had to lean on a lot of support systems that her name's Karil. I've already talked about her at the Colonista de Colonista. Um, she was telling me, you know, and brought into perspective to me that I shouldn't be blaming myself. You know, a lot of these things that happen, us spiritual people that are trying to dissect our every thoughts can overanalyze and be like, dang, this is definitely why it happened. But as I'm like, like, I've been really trying my best. I have been feeling overwhelmed, but I've been trying my best and I've been doing a lot of the things that like, I have been trying to, you know, create a habit of always keeping my room clean, always showering. And these are things that if you've ever suffered with mental health can you understand that this these are like the first things to go. At least for me, in my experience, that the first things to go. Um, and I've been making little times in my week where I highlight it in my calendar as pink and I just take time for myself. Um, I've been taking my... I've been trying, right? And so panic attack happened. And that night, I I got triggered by a lot of things. I was just really upset. I was feeling a lot of energy in my body. And I was feeling really sad. And to fucking top it all off, I was sick. And so I couldn't breathe through my nose. 
And so the moment I started getting overwhelmed because of what was happening, because of the environment I was in, because of me not feeling understood, because I wasn't feeling understood in that moment when I was talking to my support system at that time, um, I broke out. Like, I, I, I broke out of this, I don't know, like, I, I literally was, like, ahogándome, suffocating, um, but it felt like I was, like, it was horrible. It was horrible. And I, I know for anyone that's experienced a panic attack before, you know sort of what I'm, what I'm explaining. And that happened for a while. And there's a few things I did. I know this is about acceptance, but bear with me here. Because <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I need to talk about this right now. So, you know. Yeah, you're at the Diary of a Shaman. What are you going to get an inside look of my life while also looking at the lessons that are happening for me and my clients and all this, but y'all get the vibes. Y'all get the vibes. Just reminding of the vibes. <laughs> Plus, listen to me. Today, I'm feeling great. It's the first day I have my voice back. Yes, I was sick like three episodes ago or something or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, fam. Listen. I'm figuring it out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm looking great. My boyfriend's kicking me to the movies later. He's like, you dress in something that you feel sexy. And I said, yes, sir. I said, I will, I will, um, what is it? Completely. I will do it. I will do it. So, anyways, <clears throat> my cough is still here. But I'm feeling myself. So I feel like I, I just want to tell this fucking story. So <laughs> anyways, I was, thank you for listening. And all the trajectories that my brain goes. And I feel like when I start meeting y'all, like you start like, don't, they're, they're like, you guys always are like, don't worry. I get the vibes. Don't worry. Like if spirits asking you, like you're just an integrated being, just speak. Like we're here. And so thank you for being here for me. And, um, so this panic attack was horrible. Um, but then I was trying to tell the people around me how to support me. I was letting myself be supported. Um, then the next morning, because I'm in midterm week for my second degree, which I don't even know if it counts as a degree, this one counts as a degree because it's two years, but I just like my second higher education thing. Um, and I had a midterm, like this happened on Monday night. Tuesday, I had a fucking midterm. <laughs> I had a midterm at one and I woke up at 9.30 and I was like, I'm going to be okay. So I went downstairs, I opened my fridge, I wasn't okay. And this is all going to just, I don't know, to fucking tell you about how I've learned that acceptance hurts. Um, and how, how to go about it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. I'm just going to let it take me. Oh, spirit's like, but you're not accepting the fact that you're just a fucking intuitive being right now, experiencing all these different thoughts and emotions, and you don't need to put yourself in a bubble of a fucking title. You yourself are creating. <laughs> and that's so fucking true. So I just wanted to tell you where I'm at. I've recovered of that. I'm recovering of a sickness. 
Um, um, midterm week's done. I pushed through. My mom gave me some homeopathic medicine so that my anxiety didn't take over and it's helped ever since. So it's been a few days since that and now I'm better. Um, but I realized something I was doing in my life was avoiding. And that's where the, like, conversation's coming from. The fact that I avoid things I don't want to face in my life. Like money. Like maybe that made you cringe right there. Like, like I lit, like I had a debt. Okay, let's just, let's just be real honest with you right now. I had a debt that I was paying off on my credit card because I didn't know enough about how to manage my money when I was abroad, where it put me in a fucking kerfuffle, a big one, and could have fucked me over for a very long time. And when I found out that I had made this mistake, this money mistake, I cannot believe I'm actually talking about this, but it feels like something I want to share with you is the fact that I knew that I had fucked up and I bawled my eyes out and I went to my mother and I said, I messed up. Like, I messed up really badly. I, like, didn't know that this was the way, this is what I thought, but I ended up fucking myself over. And, um, that was one of the biggest steps I've made recently in accepting something. Like, I think I've been trying to avoid money conversations because I didn't know how I was going to pay everything off. Like, I've signed up for two, I mean, two schools right now. Both money. Both money. Um, I'm, you know, like, trying to pay off my, like, trips and my big things, and it's just, it's not even that that I want us to focus on. It's the fact that in that moment, I chose to at least make a first step and say, I need help. You know how people say that acceptance is the first thing that you should do? Acceptance is the first step? Yeah, well, that took me months to ask for help. I think I could even say that it took me a year and a half to really let anybody into my life to discuss my money because I didn't want to accept that I might have fucked myself over. And I might have not necessarily been that deep of a fuck up, but because I didn't want to accept it, I could never find out. And this translates into so many spaces and phases. And milagrosamente, literally, like, like a miracle was blessed on me today. I made a call. I've done a lot of things that have been really difficult and uncomfortable for me that have told me that I need to accept recently. Like, I made a call to the bank saying, hey, what is this? advanced thing on my credit card. They had to explain it to me. That's how I knew about the fuck up. That was hard for me. Then I had to make an appointment of how do we discuss this? And my mom ended up helping me sort of say, hey, like you need to discuss this with someone. And she's always been the one telling me that, but that's a whole nother conversation or a whole nother day. (coughs) Sorry. Whole nother day. 
um, that I didn't want to accept it. And then, um, today, like a miracle placed down on God, like placed down on me by God, by universe, by source, by creator, by curatrix, by the fucking bendito, aguas benditas, I swear to God, it just felt like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I did the appointment. I actually learned more about credit and about all this shit that, like, a lot of people aren't very excited about just because no one teaches them. So, like, we like to do things that we're good at um, a lot of the time. And when it's, like, sore spots like money and we have generational trauma around money and not everyone has had money in in our family growing up, it can be a really difficult um, thing to navigate. But I paid off that fucking loan. Not loan, but credit card debt. I paid off that credit card debt today. Just literally, (coughs) in like, just by me understanding, first of all, accepting that I was in a tough spot, one that I, it wasn't irreversible, but one that I accepted, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I made mistakes. Help me was the second step. Please support me. And three was execution. And for me, it happened basically all in the span of like two months that I've decided, oh fuck, I fucked up. Let me address it and let me figure out a way to pay it. And in my case, I some like literally, I can't even explain to you how somehow today happened. But did I get super, like I just felt so much like pride inside of myself. I was like, fuck, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself because I know how much, how hard that was. And the baby steps that have led me here, the affirmation I've been using because I've just needed to give myself something to push myself forward. And there's something that you should know about just feeding yourself information. You're going to be fed anyways. You might as well choose what to put in your mouth. Choose what you want to hear. Choose who you want to follow. Choose why you want to follow the message that is being told by all these people and all these companies and all these people that have something to profit off of what you're saying. Like, for example, your guardian telling you to eat your vegetables. That is a message, right? And it's one that, like, bitch, you need your fucking vegetables. Like... (laughs) You don't know. I graduated from Kinesis, pretty big deal, and we took a nutrition class, and after that, I was like, okay, fuck, it's actually really important, because I used to be someone that hated vegetables. I know, kind of, like, young of me, but anyways. <laughs> just a big deal. Just a big deal. Um, And so you're always being fed messages, so you always got to figure out, okay, why don't I feed myself my own fucking message? Like, every belief is made up in some way, shape, or form. We understand each other on that, right? A belief was formed by an interpretation of a thing that happened, an event that happened, a circumstance that occurred. That is how beliefs are formed. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think I'm just speaking loud for the first time. And, um, I think my lungs are like, babe. (laughs) 
<laughs> I haven't been able to work out because I break a thing, but it's okay. It's okay. Oh fuck! It work like working out is a whole other thing. Like once upon a time, not long ago, I, no, I wasn't. Anyways, <laughs> uh, in twenty twenty, I gained twenty pounds. I feel like that's a story like that everyone has. <sighs> like, not everyone, but a lot of people, it was like a COVID increase. For me, it wasn't because of COVID necessarily. It was because I had moved out of my um, parents' home for the first time, my mom and my stepdad. Um, and because I went to go run a, like a branch, basically, like a branch of a business. I, I ran that um, for four months. And I was away for three months, I think. And anyways, I gained fucking 20 pounds because I didn't know how to cook for myself in a sustainable way when I was working 18-hour days. I just didn't. Uh, I was I was not supported. I had no... Like, anyways. Anyways. I got home in... Because I came back in September of 2020. And after living alone for, like, three months uh, and, you know, having people visited me and stuff like that, September 2020 is also when my big spiritual awakening came. Like, my first one, that was super hard. Um, That one came there. I came back 20 pounds heavier and I being... I played basketball my entire life. My entire life I played basketball. And so... I've always been, like, in Latino culture, if y'all know, uh, you're called what you look like. So, there's people that are called mosquito because they're thin and they're lanky, and it's, like, an endearing term. Um, but I was always gorda. I wasn't flaca. Gorda is, (laughs) is fatty, um, flaca is skinny. And, um, I'm not saying that those nicknames don't have harmful effects, that's a whole thing that, like, I think, you know, has a time and place for that conversation. But I was always go to there. Always. Uh, and so doing basketball and stuff still made me, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this might surprise you how tall I am, but I'm 5'8", or 175 centimeters. Um, I'm like, I think I'm like 5'7", five, 5 or something. So I'm, I'm 5'8", y'all. Shut up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 5'8". I've always loved being a tall girl. I've always loved, like, I played post in basketball, if you know anything about basketball. Um, I played 4 or 5. Like, I enjoyed that. Like, I, I, I enjoyed being tall. I enjoyed being athletic. I enjoyed being thin also, which, you know, like, again, whole nother like, programming that I had that, like, I just need to be thin. Because if you have immigrant parents or if you have parents that have ever pointed out your way, you'll know that it's always better to be thinner than bigger. Because if you're thinner, um, but not too thin, they won't point it out. Okay? But and then when I came back from fucking, um, what's it called? From Peru and from my dieta and us, you know, eating the way that we ate. And if you want to know more about my ayahuasca dieta, you can go to my shamanic initiation a few episodes back. Everyone was like, oh my God, you haven't eaten at all. But then they'd be like, but it's better to be thin than fat. And so I came back with, like, with all those, like, I'm sorry if that was a lot, like maybe uh, you struggle with your weight. Maybe that's a whole a whole conversation. Um, 
But personally, in September of 2020, I was lethargic, first of all, because I could, I barely made vegetables for myself because I said, I live by myself. I don't need to have salads every single meal. Barely fucking had anything. Um, I only ate fast food to try and run back to my office and like, cause I had an office, like I had an office and I was working and I was like, let me just eat. And so I gained so much weight and I felt horrible about myself. It was less so at that point about me looking bad because now that I look back, I'm like, I just look like someone just like blew it, blew, like poked a hole in me and just like blew a little. And I was like, whoop. It was so, like, I look at her and she's adorable, but the way that I felt was shit. And so I had to, like, I had to really sit down and be like, I have little cognitive functioning. Like, I swear me not eating vegetables for three months made me, like, not able to make neural connections. I swear. I swear. It was horrible. I couldn't move the way that I wanted to. I was tired. Like, I was, I was not me. It was not me. And yes, although I didn't, throughout university, didn't play any sports, I still was never in that state, ever. Still going to the gym, still still an athletic girl. You know, I like I did a women's league my first uh, year of uh, university, and now I'm graduated. But at that time, um, I had to really sit down with myself and say, fuck, I got myself into a place that I don't want to be in. And again, with the whole reason that I can make a change is the fact that I accepted that I was fucking 20 pounds over the weight that I, I could. People looked at me and already said that my, like, the doctors looked at me and already, like, said, okay, I mean, that's not a bad weight. And I have never judged myself for, like, the weight on the scale. I've always been a super, like, the weight on the scale didn't mean much to me because I was always muscle, like, in that. And so, but now I looked at the weight and scale and I was like, okay, how do I feel? I felt like shit. But change can only happen once you realize where you are. And that might be obvious to some of you, but it's those uncomfortable moments where you need to sit yourself down and say, what do I need to do right now to change the circumstance that I'm in? And it's often to accept the circumstance that I'm in so that you can figure out what is your starting point? Where are you? And then move on from there. Contrary to popular belief, acceptance isn't giving up. For a long time, I didn't consciously know how to move forward, but I thought that accepting my life would make it even worse, would make the fact that I live a life that but back then I lived a life that I didn't want to live. Um, and if I accepted that life, I would be giving up on myself. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like if I don't look towards the next thing, next thing, next thing, and I stop being in the present or I, if I always look to the next thing, next thing, next things, and yeah, and avoid the present, I will get out of this. That's called survival. And I've been in that state. And it's a coping mechanism that gets you out of a lot of things. But I want to tell you, if you have space to receive it right now, slow down. Slow down. The world is literally not going anywhere. 
Like, breathe that in. The world is not going anywhere. And the world is full of so much. So much. And if acceptance is being in the present while also being okay that you want a different future, then that is what I want. If acceptance is leaning into this is my starting point and I can feel strong. (laughs) I can feel strong because I have a plan to get through this. If it's something that you're getting through, if it's a something that is a jumping point. Like you can't plan a 50 yard sprint if you don't know where the starting point is. It just doesn't make sense. The race doesn't begin. But in our brains, we're like saving ourselves and we're being all, it's okay. Like if I don't acknowledge that this is right now, then I won't have to suffer the consequences of the life that I've created for myself. Bitch, accept it. This is the life you've created for yourself. Now, what are you going to do about it? Like, it is so in your victimhood to continue to act like right now isn't happening. For me, at least, it's more empowering to face the fear of facing the reality of right now then then after that getting the support and seeking myself you know you're not always going to get support from people around you but because i i sure haven't all the time but there's always i was listening to Celia Cruz's um uh la vida es un carnaval Recently, I'll say that sm- uh, if people don't understand, la vida es un carnaval. The w- life is a carnival, carnival, like a party, basically. I was listening to that because I had just passed through this whole week that was just really difficult, <laughs> really just just like demanded a new level of of me. Like I feel like I've emerged as somebody new this past week since my panic attack. Like, seriously, I feel super, super new. But she was like, um, I que vivir cantando, da, 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 da. No, uh, she was saying, siempre hay alguien. There's, what, because I was listening to the, siempre, siempre, siempre hay alguien means there's always somebody. And there is. There's always somebody. To, like, help you get through these stages. If it's financial problems, there's a financial advisor that is probably offered for free in your bank that you most likely have. If it's your ability to not, like, fully be in love with yourself and you're actually, like, really going through a tough time with that. You can search up on Instagram right now. Self-empowerment coach. Self-empowerment indigenous coach. Um, like, BIPOC empowering coach. Like, think of things that make it accessible to you. My mom always says there's always a way. 
there's always a way and i understand that we all have different barriers that we face whether they be economical whether they be racial whether they be clashal clashal i think that's how you say it but your different economic class or whatever is going on in your life i understand and i don't understand but i'm trying to say that you've had to pull yourself out of things and if you choose to accept where you are you will be able to most likely or sorry if you choose to accept where you are you can more quickly leave it and plan an escape route like if i'm stuck in a fucking house and i'm trying to escape there's also like this this sort of like accept that you're fucking trapped in this house and then you can choose to escape it's like know your situation before somebody else does another thing that we usually don't like to accept that i want to really like quickly address is about you like you like something about you on your person that you don't like that you're afraid somebody else is going to point out to you um that's a very good example of this acceptance conversation right because for example i have a um i was gonna say lunar my spanglish is really coming in today i have a birthmark on my left um arm and it's like right above my armpit and i was sort of scared that people would clock it before i do and i was always insecure about it you're insecure about things you haven't accepted yet so accept acceptance actually allows you to show up like show up and not and be in a fear state like i fucking love my birthmark now and i think it's so funny how it lends to the fact that i'm a jaguar like the jaguar curandera and like cat these big cats, these 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 jaguars have spots. <laughs> like I just find it so cool now. But I always find that I'm insecure about things I haven't accepted yet. I was insecure about the debt that I haven't paid off because I haven't accepted that I have all this weight on me. And do it at your own pace. Titrate, titrate, titrate. Just let a little bit come out at a time. It's a practice. And you hear me and you feel like you need to do all of this because this miracle just happened to me. Or you feel like your life isn't all together like somebody else's is. Or you, you're you doing so badly. Like, you're getting a 30-minute snapshot into my life. I could have just as well. I wouldn't because, I mean, unless I wanted to. But I, I enjoy telling these stories. But you could have known that you could, you would have, if I sat here and told you a whole story and told you of the knowledge that I've accumulated and the ones that I'm currently accumulating, you could think, oh my God, she has so much figured out, like blah, blah, blah. And if I hadn't told you that I had my panic attack, that I really couldn't move and I was crying and I had to put ice in my mouth because... I needed to calm myself down. I was overheating. I could barely write my exams. I've barely been able to move. I've been trying to figure everything out. You wouldn't, like, 
I'm just trying to say, accepting that I'm not, like, I don't even know why that had to come through, but that had to come through. Like, I am just a mirror for your thoughts, <laughs> is what I am. Like, all the greatness that you guys have poured into me, it's greatness that you see for yourself because it's in you. It's in you. This ability to, to read people, this ability to share love and be, like, fucking authentic for, for, like, and just be whatever. Like, this is me. This is all things that, like, are already inside of you. And so to close out this acceptance is a bitch episode. Maybe I'll title it something else, but that's my working title at the moment. So if it's different, mind your business. <laughs> I just want to say there's power in where you are. And if we continue to get lost in where we wish we were, we will never get to where we want to go. And that was a word by your resident curandera, curandera, curandera. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to today's episode of The Diary of a Shaman. I don't know if this was a bit all over the place. I feel like I was resisting my own intuition. At times, again, I'm emerging anew right now and it's about relearning. Ah! Ah! That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I'm not going to be fucking sugarcoating it with you. It's it's a whole process. Um, and I'm just going to go enjoy my movie now. I do want to invite you, before you go, to something that I'm holding this Friday, if you're listening to this, the week that is released, November 11th. Uh, so 11-11. I am hosting a opportunity for us to get together for free. Um, where we get to join forces um, and really move through this heavy sort of dense energy, but also in like a fun way, but also commune, but also lean into your intuition, but also have your empowerment going and release what needs to be released. And right now I have a poll up on Instagram and I'm getting a lot of, like, I'm surprised. A lot of you want to know your next steps. And I think that that's important, but I also think that grounding ourselves in the present is just as important so that you can actually see where you're, you are so you can plan where you're going. So for the link and how I do that, go on my Instagram, sign up. I'd love to have you there. I still haven't figured out the platform where I'm going to be doing that on, but I want it to be somewhere where we feel like it's going to be a great time. So even though I'm not offering one-on-ones anymore, um, I like that at least this time around I could offer this uh, community event for us. I thank you so much for watching. I love you. I wish you the absolute best and thank you for rating uh, the podcast on Spotify and on Apple. Uh, if it's on other platforms, rate it there as well. Share it if you really enjoyed this. If you think that this would help any loved one of yours or anyone on your uh, network, social network. And I will talk to you next week. 
Ciao, au revoir, bye bye